0: Aesop's Fables 3 The Fox and the Goat A fox watching a hawk in the sky fell right into a well. It was not very deep, yet he found that he could not get out again. After the fox had been in the well a long time, a thirsty goat came by. This silly goat thought the fox had gone down the well to drink. "'Is the water good?' he asked. "'The finest in the whole country.' said the crafty fox, jump in and try it. There is more than enough for both of us. The goat quickly jumped in and began to drink. The fox just as quickly jumped on to the goat's back and leapt from the tip of the goat's horns out of the well. The foolish goat now saw the situation he had gotten into. He begged the fox to help him out, but the fox was already on his way to the woods. "'If you had had more sense, old fellow,' he said as he ran, "'you would have thought of finding a way out again "'before you so eagerly jumped in. "'Never leap into an unknown without an escape plan.'" The Farmer and His Sons A rich old farmer who felt that he had not many more days to live called his sons to his bedside. "'My sons,' he said." Listen to what I have to say to you. Do not sell the land that has been in our family for so many years. Somewhere on it is hidden a rich treasure. I do not know the exact spot, but it is there, and you will surely find it if you search hard for it. Dig and leave leave no spot unturned. The father died, the sons set to work digging, and with all their might turning up every foot of the ground with their spades. They went over the whole farm two or three times. They found no hidden gold. However, their well-turned farmland produced their best harvest ever. They sold more wheat and vegetables than their neighbors. Then they understood that the treasure their father had told them about was the wealth of a bountiful crop. They came from the land. Through their hard work and digging they had discovered gold indeed. Hard work produces a treasure. THE ASTROLOGER A man who lived a long time ago believed that he could read the future in the stars. He called himself an astrologer, and spent his time at night gazing up into the sky. One evening he was walking along the open road outside the village. His eyes were fixed on the stars. He thought he saw there that the end of the world was near. All at once, down he went into a hole full of mud and water. There he stood up to his ears in the muddy water. He crawled at the slippery sides of the hole, but could not climb out. The frightened astrologer cried for help. Soon some villagers came running, and they pulled him out of the mud. One of them said, You pretend to read the future in the stars, and yet you fail to see what is at your feet. This may teach you to pay more attention to what is right in front of you and let the future take care of itself. It is of no use to read the stars if you can't see what's right here on earth. THE DOG IN THE MANGER A dog was asleep in a manger filled with hay. He was awakened by the cows, who came in tired and hungry from working in the field. The dog leapt up and would not let the cows get near the manger. He snarled and snapped at them, as if to say, This is mine! The cattle looked at the dog in disgust. How selfish he is! said one. He cannot eat the hay! and yet he will not let us eat it. When the farmer came and saw how the dog was acting, he took a stick and drove him out. Why keep and deny to others what you cannot enjoy yourself? The Wolf and the House Dog There was once a wolf who got very little to eat because the dogs of the village were so wide awake and watchful. He— was nothing but skin and bones, and it made him downhearted to think of it. One night this wolf happened to meet a fine, fat house dog who had wandered a little too far from the house. "'He looks like he'd make a fine meal,' thought the hungry wolf. "'But he also looks strong enough to leave his mark on me.' So the wolf decided to speak humbly to the dog. "'How fine and fit you look, dear sir,' said the wolf. "'Why, thank you,' replied the dog. "'You can be as well-fed as I am if you want to. "'Just leave the woods. "'It's a sad life in the woods. "'Why, you have to fight hard for every bit you eat. "'Follow my example, and you will get along quite well.' "'What must I do?' asked the wolf. "'Hardly anything,' answered the house dog. "'Chase people in carriages, bark at strangers.' "'Show happiness at seeing the people of the house. "'If you do all this, you will get tidbits of every kind, "'chicken bones, bits of meat, "'and well as kind words and gentle pats.' "'Oh, how wonderful this sounded to the wolf! "'He began to see himself with a new life. "'But just then he saw that the hair on the dog's neck was worn "'and the skin was pink and raw.' What is that on your neck? Nothing at all, replied the dog. What? Nothing? Well, I guess you see the mark of my collar, which is attached to a chain. What? A chain? cried the wolf. Don't you go everywhere you please? Not always. But what does that matter? A great deal. It is all the difference in the world. I don't care a bit for your fine life. If it means I'd be a captive, I would rather hunt and be hungry than be chained in a yard. And away ran the wolf to the woods. There is nothing worth so much as freedom. The Eagle and the Jackdaw A powerful eagle swooped down, grabbed a lamb in her claws, and flew off with it to her nest. A silly jackdaw saw this and thought, I COULD DO THAT. SO HE FLEW ONTO THE BACK OF A LARGE RAM AND and TRIED TO FLY OFF WITH IT. BUT HE WAS TOO SMALL AND HIS CLAWS WERE TANGLED IN THE WOOL. THE SHEPHERD SAW THE FLUTTERING JACKDAW. HE FREED THE BIRD AND CLIPPED HIS WINGS. THAT EVENING HE GAVE THE JACKDAW TO HIS CHILDREN AS A PLAY PET. KNOW YOUR STRENGTHS AND YOUR LIMITS. THE DOG AND THE OYSTER There was a dog who liked to eat eggs. He was so greedy he gobbled them whole. One day the dog strolled down to the seashore. There he saw an oyster. as a wink, the dog ate the oyster, shell and all. Oh, how it pained him! I've learned that all round things are not eggs, he said, groaning. Act quickly, regret quickly, and often in pain. THE HELPFUL WOLF A wolf had been prowling around a flock of sheep for a long time. The shepherd watched very closely to prevent the wolf from carrying off a lamb. But the wolf did not try to do any harm. Instead, he seemed to be helping the shepherd watch and take care of the sheep. At last the shepherd got so used to seeing the wolf around that he forgot how wicked he could be. One day the shepherd even went so far as to leave his flock in the wolf's care while he went to the market, but when he came back he saw that many of his sheep had been killed and carried off. He knew then how foolish he had been to trust a wolf. Once a wolf, always a wolf. THE OXEN AND THE WHEELS. A pair of oxen was pulling a loaded wagon along a muddy road. They used all their strength to pull the heavy load, but they did not complain. The wheels of the wagon had an easier job. All they had to do was turn. However, they fussed and cracked and groaned every turn. The poor oxen pulled the wagon through the deep mud and, had their ears filled with loud whining of the wheels, and this made their work much harder. Silence! the oxen cried at last. Why are your wheels complaining so loudly? We are pulling all the weight, not you, yet we keep still about it. Those who suffer least often complain the most. THE WISE ROOSTER AND THE FOX One evening, as the sun was sinking, a wise old rooster flew into a tree to roost. Before he settled himself for rest, he flapped his wings three times and crowed loudly. But just as he was about to put his head under his wing, his sharp eyes caught a flash of red and the sight of a long pointed nose. There, just below him, stood a fox. "'Have you heard the wonderful news?' cried the fox cheerfully. "'What news?' asked the rooster calmly. But he had a fluttery feeling inside him, for you know he was very much afraid of the fox. "'Your family and mine, all other animals, have agreed to live in peace and friendship from now on, forever. Just think of it. I simply cannot wait to give you a hug. Do come down, dear friend, and let us celebrate the joyful event.' How grand, said the rooster. I certainly am delighted at the news. But as the rooster spoke these words, he stretched up on his tiptoes. He seemed to be looking at something far off in the distance. What is it you see, my dear friend? asked the fox a little nervously. Why, it looks like a couple of dogs coming this way. They must have heard the good news and... BUT THE FOX DID NOT WAIT TO HEAR MORE. OFF HE STARTED ON A RUN. WAIT! CRIED THE ROOSTER. WHY DO YOU RUN? SURELY ALL THESE DOGS ARE FRIENDS OF YOURS NOW. YES! ANSWERED THE FOX. BUT THEY MIGHT NOT HAVE HEARD THE NEWS. BESIDES, I HAVE AN IMPORTANT CHORE TO DO THAT I ALMOST FORGOT ABOUT. THE ROOSTER SMILED AS HE BURIED HIS HEAD IN HIS FEATHERS AND WENT TO SLEEP, FOR HE HAD OUTWITTED A VERY CRAFTY ENEMY. The Trickster is Easily Tricked. The Two Travelers and the Bear. Two men were traveling together through a forest. All at once, a huge bear crashed out of the brush near them. One of the men, thinking of his own safety, climbed a tree. The other, unable to fight the huge beast alone, threw himself onto the ground and lay still as if he were dead. He had heard that a bear will not touch a dead body. It must have been true, for the bear bent into his head and sniffed. The bear seemed to think the man was dead, for then it walked away. The man in the tree climbed down. It looked just as if that bear whispered in your ear, he said. What did he tell you? He said, answered the other, It was not at all wise to keep company with a fellow who would leave his friend in a moment of danger. Misfortune is the test of true friendship. The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing A certain wolf could not get enough to eat because the shepherds were so watchful. But one night he found a sheepskin that had been cast aside and forgotten. The next day, dressed in the skin, the wolf strolled into the pasture with the sheep. Soon a little lamb was following him about and was quickly led away to become dinner for the wolf. That evening the wolf again joined the flock, but it happened that the shepherd had decided to make a meal of the sheep himself. He picked up a knife and went out to the flock. "'Ah, here is a good plump sheep,' he said. He put his knife to work and killed the sheep. Imagine his surprise when he discovered a wolf beneath the sheep's skin. He who does evil to others often becomes the victim himself. The Bored Crab A crab one day grew bored with his sandy home on the beach. He decided to take a stroll to a grassy meadow below a sand dune. I'm sure I will find something better there than salty water and sand flies. So off he crawled to the meadow, but a hungry fox spied him and quickly ate him up, shell, claw, and all. Sometimes it's best to stay where you best fit. The Milkmaid and Her Pail A milkmaid had been out to milk the cows and was returning from the field. She walked home holding her milk pail balancing it upon her head. As she strolled along her pretty head was busy with plans for the days to come. This good rich milk, she said, will give me plenty of cream to churn. The butter I make I will take to market and with the money I get for it I will buy a lot of eggs for hatching. How nice it will be when they all are hatched and the yard is full of fine young chicks. Then when May Day comes, I will sell them, and with the money I will buy a lovely new dress. I shall toss my head and look so beautiful. And so saying, she tossed her head, and down fell the pail of milk on the ground. All the milk flowed out, and with it went her dreams of butter, eggs, chicks, and a pretty new dress. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched the frog and the mouse a sly cruel frog saw a young mouse running along the bank of his pond he swam to the bank and croaked won't you come in and visit with me i can promise you a good time if you do oh sir i'd love to see another part of the world said the young mouse said the young mouse but i don't dare go into the pond with you So the crafty frog tied the mouse's leg to his own with a reed. Then into the pond he jumped, dragging the foolish mouse with him. The mouse soon had enough of it and wanted to return to shore. But the cruel frog pulled the mouse down into the water and drowned him. Before the frog could be untied with the reed, A hawk came sailing over the pond, seeing the body of the mouse floating on the water. The hawk swooped down, seized the mouse, and carried it off, with the frog dangling from its leg. Thus, all one swoop, the hawk had caught both meat and fish for his dinner. Those who seek to harm others often come to harm themselves. THE ANT AND THE DOVE A dove saw an ant fall into a stream. The poor ant struggled to move through the water to reach the bank, but all his attempts failed. The dove felt sorry for the ant, and he dropped a blade of grass close beside it. The ant was able to grab onto it and cling to the blade of grass, and he floated safely to shore. Soon after the ant saw a man getting ready to kill the dove with a stone but just as the man cast the stone, the ant stung him on the heel. The pain caused the man to miss his aim, and the dove flew to safety in a distant forest. A kindness is never wasted. The Goose and the Golden Eggs There was once a man who had the most wonderful goose you can imagine. Every day when the man visited the nest, The goose had laid a beautiful, glittering golden egg. The man took the golden egg to market and soon began to get rich. He happily bought fine foods and fine clothes with his money. Before long, the man wanted to own a fine house, too, but the goose only gave him a single golden egg a day. He was not getting rich fast enough to buy a large house. Then one day, after he had finished counting his money, An idea came to him. I could get all the golden eggs at once if I killed the goose and cut him open, he thought. But when he did this terrible deed, not a single golden egg did he find. His precious goose was dead and could make no more golden eggs. Those who have plenty often want more and may end up losing all they have. THE NORTH WIND AND THE SUN The north wind and the sun had a quarrel about which of them was the stronger. The north wind insisted that he had greater strength, for he could move ships in the sea. The sun insisted that he had greater strength, for he could bring forth life from the land. While they were arguing, a traveler passed along the road, wrapped in a cloak. The sun nodded towards the man. "'Let us agree,' said the sun, "'that he is the stronger who can strip that traveller of his cloak.' "'Very well,' growled the north wind. At once the wind went, sent a cold howling blast against the traveller. With a first gust of wind, the end of the cloak whipped about the traveller's body. THE NORTH WIND WAS PLEASED, BUT THE CLOAK DID NOT BLOW OFF, FOR THE TRAVELER WRAPPED IT CLOSELY AROUND HIM. THE HARDER THE WIND BLEW, THE TIGHTER THE TRAVELER HELD ONTO THE CLOAK. THE the NORTH WIND TORE ANGRILY AT THE CLOAK WITH ALL HIS STRENGTH, BUT HE COULD NOT PULL IT FROM THE MAN. THEN THE SUN BEGAN TO SHINE. AT FIRST HIS BEAMS WERE GENTLE. THE WEATHER BECAME PLEASANT AND WARM AFTER THE BITTER COLD OF THE WIND. The traveller unfastened his cloak and let it hang loosely from his shoulders. The sun's ray grew warmer and warmer. The traveller took off his cap and wiped his forehead. At last he became so warm from the hot sun that he pulled off his cloak. To escape the blazing sunshine, he threw himself down in the shade of a tree by the roadside. The sun turned to the north wind and said, TRUE STRENGTH LIES NOT IN FORCE, BUT IN GENTLE PERSUASION.